Welcome to Live with Domri here at Domri Healthy and Fit. Today we have an amazing guest, Shauna D, a confidence coach who will help you be your own badass woman living a positive life throughout any journey that you take on. Stay tuned for Shauna coming on live with Domri. Our Shauna! Yay! We're here. No difficulties this time. We're all set. Okay, so Shauna, I introduced you earlier as the Confidence Life Inspiring Coach for women, and I'm going to say men also, because I think they need a little bit of inspiration from a woman every now and then. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. And I will say, I have men MS warriors that follow me as well, so for sure, we got to have their back as well. Exactly, and I have so many, and I love them all, and... They are, we are MS family, multiple sclerosis warrior family for life. We sure are. <laughs> yes. So I want to ask you, how did you become a life confidence inspirational coach? And I love that those are the words because you're not just saying you're a life coach. You're a confidence, inspirational life coach. So explain that to us. Absolutely, because I was one of those women at one point in time who very much lacked confidence and was looking for somebody to inspire me and kind of give me that hand to grab, quote unquote, mm -hmm. and become more than I currently was. You know, I was the person that did not feel confident in her own skin, that did not have that positive aura that many of us look for. And I was like, you know what? I made it here. Honestly, it was on a whim, really. I didn't even plan on, like, if you would ask me 10 years ago, I never would have thought this would be my lifestyle. Uh, but here I am. And it was honestly, thankfully, to my wedding coming up a month Aww. and a half later, and I was like, I need to fit in my dress. Meanwhile, not even knowing that I was carrying MS already at the, that point in time. And thankfully to this lifestyle, I kept it in remission for so long. And then I found my way into helping others, you know, gain the confidence that I was looking for and working through their own pains. I love how you just said you carried your multiple sclerosis. I have never heard that phrase before, ever, and I think that needs to be a new hashtag. Hashtag, I carry multiple sclerosis. <laughs> because that's Absolutely. a very powerful word. I, all of us, Absolutely. carry, we yep. pick everybody up, my multiple sclerosis. Absolutely. Multiple sclerosis doesn't carry us. No. We carry it into our Absolutely. lives and that is so powerful and so that yeah I, we need to start hashtagging that we all ms warriors out there start hashtagging under anything you do hashtag i carry multiple sclerosis yes thank I you shauna that was amazing i love that i love that see you're already inspiring us I, I'm glad I am. Honestly, that's what I live to do, and it's inspire as many people as I can. So <laughs> it makes me it makes me thrilled. Honestly, it's 
obviously I'm like, oh, yeah, I did something else to inspire somebody. Something so simple, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes life, it's just the simple things. And it's the things that we say and do that we don't really listen to or pay attention to. But someone else listening like I just did, you just inspired me. So to carry multiple sclerosis because it doesn't carry us. We carry it like the man with the world on its back and we carry it with Absolutely. pride and we carry it with pride and anger at the same time because it weighs us down. But here you are today, gorgeous, beautiful, and you're a confidence inspirational coach. So tell me what point after your wedding you found out you actually had multiple sclerosis. It was a little over a year later that it actually showed up. And okay. uh, ironic as it is, MS decided to give me a birthday present three days before my birthday. <sighs> I had a full onset of it and a full flare that put me in the hospital where I went from a healthy 35-year-old, super active, high-energy, cardio queen, and went from that to somebody who felt like their back was bent over constantly, uh, decrepit, feeling like I couldn't barely move. My legs were super weak. I feel like, and this is, there's very healthy 90-year-olds out there, but if we look at, like, what you would quote-unquote say, like, what a 90- or 100-year-old person went, would feel like, that's how I felt at that time. And I was like, there is something completely wrong with me. And the only other time that I kind of remotely felt like that was back when I was pregnant with my son, my youngest child. And that was when they pre-diagnosed me with an early onset of what possibly could be MS, but they weren't sure because it was so early on. So the lesions, the snowflakes weren't quite there yet that they exactly. could diagnose you. And they exactly. probably decided they didn't want to do the spinal tap because it's such a dangerous thing to do. I actually had do. a spinal tap done, but not enough was showing up at that point in time. So it hadn't reached your, your, your cervical spine yet? Correct. Okay. Okay. That's good to know um, because you can go through four or five different spinal taps and they could all come back negative, but your brain MRI could come back as a giant snowfall on one side, all over, in the middle, one giant hole, or a thousand little baby snowflakes everywhere. And that is the thing about this disease. We are all emotionally, physically, spiritually connected as MS warriors. But our brains are not one alike, and neither are we, right? No. So MS does not discriminate. Absolutely. And it eats our brains at wherever it feels like. Earlier today, we were talking about facial issues, like uh, my yes. MS, and you actually have been, you experienced that. I have experienced uh, certain ones where I will feel like literally the pressure where I also like the brain. It feels like my brain is going to break out of my mm. skull. I've, you know, I've uh, gone through blindness in my eye. Actually, it's gone through each one. Thankfully, it's not done both at the same time. But it'll be like one or the other, or just complete pressure around each side of it, and it's worse than a sinus infection. Yeah, 
Yeah, about uh, a week and a half ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and it literally felt like someone, this would pretend this is a night, but it's just stabbing me nonstop. No matter what I did, it just felt like someone just kept stabbing me. And I'm like, you son of a beaver. I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) That's when I get mad. Like, don't you know I need my beauty sleep? Exactly. So, I understand not mess with a woman's sleep. <laughs> right? Don't mess with a woman, period. <laughs> okay, with that being said, in the comical side, I want to come to you. I am a brand new multiple sclerosis patient. I see you on Instagram. I'm searching for inspirational coaches that are living with the disease as me. How do you take care of the new patient coming to you or client, whichever way you like to call it, or family? How do you approach it and how do you get them on that track of let's always remember the negative, but let's stay on the positive. Walk me through those steps. Absolutely. So if we are now, are we going through only just like the emotional side of it? Are we talking about through everything through you know what are they eating what are they working give us a rundown on I knew you just met me and what are my steps what I'm asking you for help where do we go from here honestly I want to see where their mindset is at for first and foremost because as we know the brain is the biggest muscle within us Mm -hmm. and I want to find out where their mindset is at, what symptoms they are currently feeling, how do they feel about it, and what they are currently doing to help them better grow through that. Because I want to get them to a point where they're not fighting their disease. Because the thing is, it's like going against the grain. You can work with something or you can work against the grain and you're going to be just beating your head against the wall and not getting anywhere. Okay. So I first will find out that, and then I will start working, you know, discussing options there, whether with me, it's meditation on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. If I do not, I can feel it. I can feel the nerves, everything aching in my body. I journal. I, you know, I do affirmations. And some people might think that's absolutely silly, and I'm like, I was one of those people years ago. Mm-hmm. But it will definitely help the mindset. Um, Absolutely. You're calming, you're calming yourself down. And then at that point, I will work into figuring out what is what is it they're, they're eating, how active they are. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, you're fueling your body. Your body needs different fuel. Your mental fuel, which is, you know, getting the mindset right. The inner fuel, which is what types of foods you're feeding yourself. And the activity, because as you know better than anybody, especially us MS warriors, we have to be active. Even if it's something very light intensity that's low impact, we gotta be active. And I I I coach them through that and I teach them and I'm in the trenches with them, doing this with them, even virtually. Okay, so virtually meaning through the computer and your website or virtually like we're doing today? Virtually like we are, it's a little book, so virtually through, I have chat groups upon chat groups like my team is three quarters of it honestly is autoimmune warriors it's amazing to have such an impact on these beautiful amazing women's lives 
um, you know, it'll be video chats. I will do one on one at least once a week with them. Uh -huh. However much they need, I am there for them. I am here to serve them. And I want them to know that they are not alone. And I love that. I, I'll go back and forth. So that's how I, I help them. Do you keep them on a schedule of a mandatory, um, like, checkup weekly? Like, yes. where were you on Saturday? You had mentioned to me in your last review, I had this happening, but I was really stressed out because of this. How were you able to use what I've given you as your coach to bring you back to where you needed to be. How accountable do you keep your clients? I will check on them as if I'm their best friend. Okay. Or as if I am the, you know, one of the closest family members in their lives. Because to me, my team is my family. They are, as I call, the, I call uh, instead of family, and I literally made a post of this today, it was with one of my good friends. They're family because they're friends who are family and I will treat them just as such. And mm -hmm. I'll be like, well, what were you doing that day that caused you to, you know, what do you think you were doing that day? Go over what's that. Okay. Well, my guess is we need to avoid doing that particular thing mm -hmm. for now, at least until you get yourself going, you're going back again. Yes. I like that. I like that you make them responsible for their own actions and pliable to the next conversation in the next week of what's happening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So what do you do when you get the phone call? It's not working. I've tried everything you wanted me to do. I'm in a really bad rut. I can't get out of it. I've tried every food you told me to do. What next step do you take from there when you have the emotional side of MS, which is extremely hysterical? on a humorous side because we're completely all over the board. We're crying, we're laughing, we're mad, we're upset. We can't go to the bathroom. My children are driving me crazy. I'm experiencing things that I haven't experienced before and I need your help. Like, help me. What do you do then? Absolutely. I have actually had tough cases like this before too. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to ask you this. How is your mentality right now? Because it's going to start there. If you are stressed, stress is probably the number one problem for anybody, even a, you know, a normal, super healthy human being, it'll break down the system. So or if you're telling yourself right out the, the gate, it, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Well, it's not going to work because you've already put that seed in there that it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So while the body is doing the things you're telling yourself and you're giving yourself that stress right off the bat. And your cortisol levels are through the roof. Exactly. And I'm like, well, if, at, now at this point, we need to backtrack and we need to realign what you've sent out of whack mentally wise because you're stressed out right now and I'm like I'm a mom of three myself I understand the kids are crazy I understand lack of sleep but you gotta slow down and give yourself grace and give it time because it's not an overnight thing I love that you just said that give yourself grace it is not an overnight thing it's not an overnight fix Anyone with stress, anyone with a disease, like we were talking earlier this morning on our conference, cancer, heart, MS, lupus, fibromyalgia, you name it, 
all of these are extremely stressful on top of today's everyday stresses. Exactly. And it is nothing is a automatic fix ever. The only automatic fix is, is when you get up and look in the mirror and say, I'm taking control of my life. Without a doubt. Because again, right going there. back to what I said, I carry MS. MS mm -hmm. is not carrying us. We are carrying it. Exactly. Exactly. And new, new people and people like me that have been living with the disease since my early 20s, never knowing it until 2012, finally getting diagnosed properly with an amazing neurologist, an amazing team of doctors I work with constantly um, on a regular basis. But it takes me to manage that time and to manage everything around me. And I started to realize after last year when I, I announced a couple weeks ago in 2000. Um, 19 the medications that I were on were really making me extremely more sick septus you name it I went up to 152 pounds of pure water gain extreme depression we all go through this it is not a one pill a one fix fits all it is a constant listening to your body so what are the guidelines do you give them on pay attention to this this is going on with your body here 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 and here do you have a notebook that they carry with them or is it all online on your website of how you manage them to teach them how to manage the disease as well as manage the mood and the doctors that's a huge thing you have to manage your own doctor even Absolutely. though they're your doctor and they're taking care of you you got to manage it. So what happens when I come to you and I say, this doctor's just not listening to me? Well, you already know the answer, but they're asking you as their coach. So how do you answer that? Absolutely. So it's, it's a little, I, I wouldn't say tough for me because I am one of those people where I don't put all my, and I'm not saying this against any doctor because my body actually rejected any of the medications mm. they tried in me. So I actually do Same not there. see, I do not take medications, quite literally, sleep, fitness, my mindset, uh, how I eat, literally are my medicines. And I will tell them, do not just pull, pull the plug on medicines. Like, you know, I am a little different of a case. If you've been on medications for such and such long time, then we need to be careful with it and focus on getting them active first and foremost mm -hmm. because I feel like their body needs to be able to burn off things first as well as changing their diet because many people, even though it says organic, it's still processed. You know, I've even had to explain this to my own children. Organic doesn't necessarily mean it's still good for you. It just means it's cleaner ingredients. So I'm mm -hmm. like, we need to fuel your body in such and such way. And I track that because I don't want them to worry about that. Now, okay. I highly, I, do I highly suggest them to uh, keep track of their own, you know, progress? Absolutely. Because I will tell them, do not ever put your your life, this is your life, in 100% somebody else's hands. Because I did that at first. 
and I very well shouldn't have because I was very naive to everything and, you know, did not know everything that was going on with me. Yeah. I didn't even really know what MS was. I had to pretty much pull it out of the doctor's mouth of, are you, so what you're telling me is I have MS. And, mm -hmm. and, and what is it? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, you're telling me I have five lesions on my brain that are doing what? And I really had to, it was like pulling teeth at first. So with, you know, the people that I work with, like I said, I first and foremost want them to get active because if I can get them to do these certain other things, then maybe they can get to the point of pulling back on the medicines that are, you know, upsetting them. If they have a doctor who's not going to listen to them, find a new doctor then that will. Exactly. That's what I always say. It, the doctors, we don't work for the doctors. The doctors work for us. No matter exactly. what you're dealing with in life, whether it's a dentist or your dermatologist or your foot doctor, your brain doctor, your heart doctor, there's a million doctors in the world and we need them. Absolutely. But you're the one that knows if it's working or not and you got to take responsibility to be in your best advocate and also with the people that you manage and that you are confident inspirational coach with them you got to make them accountable for it's your life it's your doctor if he's not working fire him exactly and, I'll, and I tell them just like I do even you know whether it's them or my team members who do not have an autoimmune disease. I'm like, it's the same thing as your health journey on your fitness and nutrition aspect. Right. I'm not, I'm not your mother. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm here to, to guide you and I'm here to do this with you, but I cannot do it for you. Exactly. So you gotta take the reins as well for in this regards for yourself. Yeah, well that is life in general. That is Absolutely. the moment we're born we look for nurture we that's how we build and respond but once we start learning how to hold the bottle it's up to you once you start learning how to crawl exactly. you guys keep moving and you learn how to walk and speak yep. and you can't ever put it on someone else you're in charge of your life it's just Absolutely. like if you take a job you go to work and you hate your job. Well, if you hate it that much, then find something you love. Exactly. <laughs> if you're in a relationship, it's the same thing. We're in a relationship with our MS. We're in a relationship with it. It's with us. It, it goes everywhere with us. There is no leaving it behind. So we have to learn how to manage it and teach it to do what we want it to do. Yep. retrain the brain constantly thinking positive thoughts environmental is a huge thing environmental I'm not talking about environmental sprays or products which also do actually now that I said it it does affect us our MS anybody it affects anybody but any autoimmune any disease environmental what you surround yourself with is how you are going to react. If yes. you are constantly in a dark room, what do you think you're going to be, happy or sad? Right? Absolutely. So and, and do you like make them give you like a tour of their home? 
Um, I don't. That's actually a really good idea. A tour of your home says a lot about who you are. Correct. And what is around you that is negative? Kind of like right. feng shui. I mean, um, my house is not feng shui. My house is Don Marie. It's exactly like Don. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. I, my, my house, I would say, is feng shui-ish and then add crazy children running around. <laughs> I, I, I still have three crazy children running around. They're just all adults now. <laughs> hey, you know what? It doesn't change. I do the same thing at my mom's house. So. <laughs> it doesn't change. So. Do you think about, do you think you're going to add that to your program, a virtual tour of the home? Because I feel like it will tie into when I tell them, I'm like, surround yourself with where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And that was literally something I pulled. Uh, it was something I came up with out of the nowhere several months ago. And I was like, surround yourself with where you want to be. People. How your home, as you said, that's a perfect way. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the times I tell people, I'm like, if you're having a hard time mindset wise, go to the one place that brings you back to yourself. Right. That brings you back, whether it's the ocean, your yard, outside in nature, find that space. But a lot of the times it's people. Mm -hmm. I've, I've had to learn to love people from a distance because they are not good for my health and they don't understand that some of us said you know some of our what we're going through and you know what that is okay because I'm not going to fight them because it's not my fight to battle you know you either come to an understanding or I have to set you free mm -hmm. so that is that's the advice I usually give them I'm like you you got to put yourself around people or get the ones that you love to get a better understanding like help them understand, but don't be doing it like you're pulling teeth because it's not your job to make them believe you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's just like going to a therapist. View Absolutely. everything through a therapist's eyes. View everything through a child's eyes. Exactly. A child's eyes at the age of two, three, and four is the most innocent of all. Exactly. They tell you exactly how it is. <laughs> and if we really start to view our lives that way and we remember what it's like to laugh and just be carefree, if we can at least do 20% of that every day, that's one closer step to controlling your MS. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I couldn't, I couldn't even argue yeah. with that. I love and, that. I, and I totally love your Instagram page and feed. It's colorful. It's vibrant. It's so energetic. It's so alive. So um, this morning when I called you, and I'm going to bring this up because um, I always make my interview phone calls with no makeup on, rolled <laughs> out of bed, a cup of coffee, and this is me. This is what you get. It's not just me here on, you know, Live That's with Marie, gorgeous. Instagram, but that is seeing it through a child's eyes. There is no judgment there. And the world, I think we need to start really paying attention to that. And I love filters. Believe me. At my age, I like a filter. I don't have a filter on right now. You can't do it on a live oh, podcast. <laughs> right? Um, the world is too obsessed with filters and what other people think. Absolutely. And I, we need to stop it. Yes, for sure. 
But it's not me that has to go around stopping everyone from doing it. It's you looking in the mirror and being accountable for your life. So what do you do with someone that comes to you that doesn't have a mask but really needs your help and confidence? Do you go down that road of do you talk to your friends with no makeup on? Do you roll out of bed and just go get a cup of coffee and not worry about who's going to see you? Or are you always put on 100% 100% of the time? Um, being uh, myself, you mean, or somebody else? A new person coming to you that doesn't even have MS that needs a confidence coach. Honestly, for me in that regards to them, I will tell you them this. I'll be like, okay, so how do you feel about you mm-hmm. first off? Not what so-and-so thinks of you. What do you feel about yourself? Okay, well, then we need to change that. And again, it'll go back to, okay, well, we're going to practice doing certain things. Affirmations. Affirmations are so powerful. I am beautiful. I am enough. I literally write to myself every day because working a full-time business, being a full-time mom at home while I'm running a business, having MS takes a toll. I literally write to myself, I am more than enough every day. And I'll tell people, I'm like, write down affirmations. And it's not good enough to just write them down. Read mm-hmm. them out loud to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the power is, is the words as they're coming out and you're hearing yourself saying them. Because eventually, you may not right now, you're eventually going to believe them. And then again, I'm like, I could tell you, I I mean, by all means, go and do it if it makes you feel good. I like putting on a good, nice set of eyelashes (laughs) when I'm not feeling great about, you know, what's going on with me. But do I feel like it changes my beauty from within or without? No. But I know it gives me that. I'm like, all right, cool. I can take on the day. But with, you know, and if somebody as sensitive as that, I will tell you, I will power talk this person like crazy because I do believe in them. I yeah. do believe. I'm like, are you a mom? Are you waking up every day going to work? Are you, you know, whatever it is that they're doing in their daily life? What is your normal day life like? Look like? Well, if you're able to do such and such and such, why do you think that takes away from you? That doesn't. That that should empower you more. What something simple, so simple may seem simple to you it's a lot well you stepped out the door to go to work this morning but you woke up you threw on your clothes that took confidence whether you recognize it as confidence or not that took willpower that took the drive in you that you do have you just don't recognize it yet and you will because i'm not going to allow you to fall back on yourself And, and i will catch you i'm going to work through this with you that's and great. Look, thank you. <laughs> That's great. I love that. And I love that you are constantly, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be there when you're having that tough day. Absolutely. But and then, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what's great though, because it's not, it doesn't end up being only me. It ends mm-hmm. up being our team as well. Yeah. Because I, I surround them all together and they're all constantly, like I could step away and be able to take care of my own things behind the scenes for a couple of days. And these ladies have each other's backs constantly. And to see them day, day in and day out, week after week, I'm constantly telling them, I'm like, I love how much you guys have leaned into one another. 
because you guys are empowering one another. You're motivating one exactly. another. You're encouraging one another. And I want these women to know when they come in with me, you are not alone. Like, this is a we, not a me thing by mm -hmm. any means. Exactly. And I love that you just said this is a we. I... I don't believe, unless I'm writing about myself personally under a post, I'm always we, us, together, stronger. Um, unless I'm writing about me in general of what I've faced um, to share my story living with MS. Absolutely. Warriors. Um, let's talk about the words. We talked yes. about it this morning. Absolutely. We talked about positivity, warriors, survivors, um, missionary, inspirational, motivational. These are all everything everybody lives and breathes in. Absolutely. But because words have power. Words are so powerful. There's three words in the world that everybody understands. I love you. Yes, without a doubt. And I tell my team that right. all the time. And it's not weird because they know I genuinely do love them. Yes, yes. And I say I love you to pretty much everybody, even the tr oh, my plants. I talk to I my plants outside. I love you. <laughs> I see many ladies popping on right now that yeah. I spoke to before. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love you, girl. I mean, for yeah. goodness sakes. Don, we've only known each other for, actually, I feel like on social media, it's been <laughs> at least a year. And I've, I've come to love you dearly. Aww, so, and, and it's you. not a weird thing because you have this big place in the heart for everybody. Well, you know, the heart is never ending. It's always expanding. Absolutely. Just like the world. And you can love everything around you. It's just the fact of... You just have to open your heart, your mind, your soul, and accept. Because once you accept that we can't control everything, and I am very OCD for the people that really know me, all of you. <laughs> I'm, o I'm OCD. I'm ADD. I'm, you know what? Just put a label on there. I'm DMD. <laughs> D, you know, it is what it is. But when you really sit and you say, who are we? Who am I? I am me. You are you. But together, we're we. Exactly. And that's where the world needs to continue to move. For sure. And it's not the doctor who graduated or the student or the finance whatever that's going to fix us. It's us, we, exactly. as a family. Yeah. And I have to say, there's a lot of communities out there that are established, and there's a lot of life coaches out there. There's a lot of inspirational coaches out there and speakers. You know what? None of us are better than the other. Nope. We're all out here doing the same thing, creating a better, more confident world of who we are. Exactly. And I feel like there should be even more of us. The, uh, without uh, a doubt. Absolutely. I believe they should be teaching an entire class of this from 
pre-K, yes. even once we graduate from college, we need exactly. to go back to school to relearn the word we, not I. It's not I built this company. It's we formed a family, a team to build this company. Or it doesn't, a house doesn't get built by one person. It's we. The car factories don't build a car by I, it's we. So when people say, I built this company, no, you really didn't. You came up with the concept to build the company, but it took a we to continue to move forward. And that's what I love about you. It's a we. And that's what I continue to inspire every day. It's we and Absolutely. moving forward. And I'm not, not going to lie. I want to put an amen in there. <laughs> <laughs> amen to the word we. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's and one person doesn't have a baby. It takes two. It's we. It takes a village. Sure does. The world doesn't work without the word we. It's not I I I I I. When you're in the I I I I I, you're gonna fail. Exactly. That's why the heart is the biggest massive growing thing that you can expand every single day, just like our brains. Most people don't even use 6% of their brain. If we're lucky, we're using 10%. And that's like extreme. Can you imagine if we just tried to apply one more percent to the brain and one more percent to our heart every day? How much oh more yeah. we, would we would have in the world? Yeah really beautiful thing well one i am truly honored that you are here today two that you have chosen this career to build and inspire life confidence we all lose our confidence i have been down in the gutter i have been emotionally beaten down by myself by the disease absolutely by life but it's, it, it, it took a lot of people around me to help me get back up. But the number one thing was me, but I needed we to get there. Oh, without a doubt. It starts with you, but it's a continuing process with everybody that you care about, that's with you constantly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, surrounding yourself with those that love you unconditionally and will support you even at your weakest. Guess, yeah, and you know what? The word unconditionally is also another very strong thing. Another word. Love you. I love you unconditionally. Absolutely. Good, bad, and the ugly. And the fairy tale in between. And the romance on the other side. Exactly. You know, I mean. Good days are bad. <laughs> you know, things could be. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I usually try not to use bad language on my show, but when when shit happens and it will, it will come at you when you least expect it. Instead of reacting to the, uh, 
happens, react to the one thing that was positive that day. Exactly. Then write down what happened, like you mentioned earlier. Yep. Then read it out loud. Yep. Is it going to matter five minutes from now? Is it going to matter one day from now? Why am I putting all this emotional energy into it? So what do you do when someone comes to you and they're so completely emotional? My, this is what we get all the time. No one understands how my body is feeling. I'm in extreme pain. How do you help them? I will, first and foremost, be like, do you understand what's going on with you, first and foremost? You don't need their understanding right now. And you do not need to force it. And the more you are forcing that in here, you're just putting more hurt and pain on yourself. Because again, at the end of the day, we have to stay accountable for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Where our focus goes, we're going to quote Tony Robbins right now, where our focus goes, our our energy is going to you know be. It's going to flow, go. And if you are going to think, well, they don't understand me. When I first, my mom did not first understand me for a couple years of this, uh, almost a couple years of this. And then finally, her seeing a flare up, you know, flare of symptoms happening, she got a better understanding. Mm-hmm. You cannot hate on people because all that is is bringing hatred into yourself. Um, for them not getting something that they've never been through before. You can exactly. use all the words. Words have power, as we've said. But if they can't see something, they don't understand. While at the same time, we want people to understand what we're going through, we cannot live in the mindset of hatred for, well, why don't they understand me? Right. Well, what? what? I'm explaining this to you. So why aren't you getting what I'm going through? Because all that's going to do it is even me saying it, and I don't even mean it, that hurts my heart right here. Yeah. Which is going to step back here. And and that's where I gotta come back into. It's like, well, do you understand what's going on with you? We need to get you feeling better about what's going on with you right now. You gotta have that understanding for before we can even break it down to somebody else. And you know, slow it down. Because I have ADHD along with bipolar. So this thing is constantly rolling. This thing is constantly rolling. And I'm not on medications for that either, which is a blessing. And it, But it's slowing down so they can breathe. So honestly, a lot of it is coming back to, well, we need to get you slowed down first. Mm-hmm. And these are the ways that I have for you to be able to do so. Meditation. The verbiage that you're using for yourself. writing things down and reading it out loud to yourself. Mm -hmm. How much sleep are you getting? Because sleep affects everything, as I'm sure you obviously know as well. Yeah, I take naps every day. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) Sometimes I'm taking a nap and I don't even know it. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm like, oh, wow, where did I go? I thought I was doing things. (laughs) Um, We have a guest that... um, uh, Mrs. Monica, Monica D. Monica D. Yeah. Yes. She, how many years have you had MS? I actually was diagnosed in 2012, but going back with the right neurologist, I realized I had MS 19 and 20 years old were my first signs. So I'm 54 now. So I've been living with MS for years. 
You are one gorgeous 54-year-old. Uh, Aww, <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, and so, yeah, years, years. And for years, my issue was I know there's something wrong with me. And everyone kept saying to me, you're stressed. You're a career woman. You're not getting enough sleep. Take a vacation. You're working too hard. Here comes my New England accent. Yeah, you know, honey, go go get your hair done. Get your nails done. <laughs> That's what I heard from the age of 20 until 2012 when I had a double mastectomy and then everything went haywire and I became completely paralyzed. Finally, the doctors are like, wow, something really is wrong with her. No shit. So right. with that being said, you've been living with MS since you were 30. Or so when did you get I, married? Uh, so actually, I yeah, so I was diagnosed the year after my wedding. Wedding, okay. But I've been curing it from what really, when I first was showing the symptoms while my, I was pregnant and I almost died. A couple times with my son um, because we weren't sure if I was going to make it. I went numb from the neck down. I could not feel anything anywhere. And that was back in 2013. Okay. So that I was going through to actually 2012 is when I started showing this uh, is when I started showing the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And then I had to be monitored very closely. I gave birth to my son with all kinds of machines attached to me because they wanted to make sure that my son and I were both going to make it. And this was before they could diagnose me full on with MS, but they said I had something which, again, you're in your, you're 30, 29, 30 years old. I was very naive to this. They told me, told me I had something called transverse myelitis. What? Oh, okay. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Apparently it's the prequel to MS. Uh. And I could either have it stay like that, or I, it could full on come up as MS years later. Well, I never looked into it. I left everything in the doctor's hands. Again, don't leave everything at all in your doctor's hands. Do your research. Exactly. And I thankfully kept, so from 2013 to 2000, uh, 2000, sorry, 2012 to 2018, I kept my MS into remission. And honestly, I think what caused my MS to come out was the fact that I removed my gallbladder and I was going through a stress of a bacterial overgrowth in my small intestines. Oh, I've been there. That's uh, not a good thing. Terrible. So I honestly, I think that was what flared my MS up to mm -hmm. even come into effect anyway. Yeah. So I really believe it's tragic situations that happen to us. Absolutely. It's the overpowering of the brain that um, and the immune system that wakes up the MS. Sometimes I wonder if it's dormant. We talked about this earlier this morning, everybody, um, about is it genetic? I will continue to say yes. And Doctors will continue to say, no, I don't think so. Then my neurologist continues to say yes, but she knows my entire history. I have multiple sclerosis on my father's side. My cousin Nick died at 22. 
I have multiple sclerosis on my mother's side. Her brother had three children. I write about them in my book, Finding the Sun Through the Clouds. Stacy has MS. She's in her 40s and managing it well. I got diagnosed with MS. Last year, my son got diagnosed with MS. It's genetic. That's what I believe. Until they prove me wrong, I will continue to say it's genetic. Now, you said when you found out that you had MS, you thought nobody in the family had it. But then actually, it is in your gene pool. Now it's just tracking it. Is it skipping a generation? Where is it happening? That's what we're wondering as well. But the thing is, is even with, and this is actually something I did not bring up to you earlier, which which I wish I had, but here I am now. My mother is actually now wondering, because she has Hashimoto's, Mm -hmm. she is wondering if she was never diagnosed with MS because she goes through a lot of the symptoms. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I will say, a lot of autoimmune diseases, they have very similar symptoms. Uh, Extremely similar. It makes you wonder. And I, I, I'm sure if I look back in our genetics, back on my mom's side, without a doubt, there's probably somebody that never got diagnosed with MS that, you know, went through the symptoms that I go through, that my mom goes through. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me. I just, I pray for my own children that they will not, out of the three of them. I pray for that it. too. But do know that the research is getting stronger. They have one hell of a warrior mother. Oh, absolutely. You will continue to show them. Yeah. You're going to continue to show them that you carry the MS and it doesn't carry you. Exactly. They know, they know this. I I share with them constantly. They see my rough days. I explain it to them and they've, while they don't understand, because again, two of my children are younger, they still understand as best as they can. The mommy's not feeling well. Yeah. Yep. And they will 100% support me. My family does, without a doubt. What are you most afraid of? Not giving my family what they deserve. Honestly, that was the one hardest thing, with or without this disease. The disease honestly brought it up more was, if something ever happened to me, leaving them not even monetary wise, but enough to carry them into being their best versions of themselves because I'm very much about family and I am very much about how you carry yourself and the type of person you are. And that, what, what I should say was the biggest thing. At this point, um, I don't want the disease to get the best of me. <laughs> it hasn't yet, so I'll take that. I love that. I love that. I, it's, it's really, it's mainly that. I don't have too many fears, but those would be my big ones for my family because I lead with family and love. Love is like the number one thing to lead with for sure. Exactly. I just got chills. My hair is standing up. <laughs> it makes me teary. I, every time I talk about my family, I hear them downstairs and I'm like, they're my world. They're literally everything. I, I While I definitely... And I'll say this, you should live and breathe for yourself for sure, first and first foremost. First and foremost. But I live and breathe for them right after that because mm-hmm. I love them without a doubt. First, I used to put them first. And I thought it was selfish for wanting to put myself first. So all you autoimmune warriors out here, put yourself first. Always. 
because you want to be the best version of yourself, not only for yourself and for them, then put yourself first. It's doing an injustice by not. Yeah, because you're going to run yourself down ragged. You're going to be spiteful that you're exhausted at the end of the day and you didn't even get to do one thing that you loved. Exactly. And, and I used to do that. I yeah. tried doing things and I, I'm sure you had the same thing. It's like yeah. we tried doing things the way we used to be able to do it. Exactly. Not finding a new way. Just like with everything going on with the virus and everything, we're finding a new normal. This is our new new normal. But you've got to find it and pace yourself at the pace you can do now versus your old pace. Mm -hmm. Because I was running myself straight into the ground week after week by doing it. And I'm like, I'm at, my husband was scared. But he's like, you're going to put yourself in the hospital. And yeah, I still do that today. Uh, yesterday I cleaned my house top to bottom, sweating my ass off. And my husband kept saying, slow down. You don't have to finish it all in one day. And I'm like, but I'm on a roll. And he just kind of looks at me like, I'm not going to lecture you, but yeah. slow down. It's because they love us. <laughs> and then when I do it to him and he tells me I can do it, I'm like, you're such a pain in the ass. You just yes, got done telling absolutely. me to slow down. <laughs> and you know what? we got to call each other out on your bull. When you exactly. know people are not living what they're supposed to, call them out. Exactly. I'll call my, I'll call my team out. I'll call my family out, mm -hmm. my friends. I'm like, right. I am an open book. If I, if I, and I'm outspoken, if I see something that you're doing to harm yourself, I'm going to say something. <laughs> Do you know, I have many followers that send me messages. You're overdoing it. Slow down. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Um, I have many people that actually know me very closely send me a note I haven't heard from you so either you're really sick or you're overdoing it which one is it answer <laughs> so yeah call it out but you know what call yourself out look in the mirror I literally get up every single morning since I was diagnosed even through the battle of the depression, the anxiety, the stress, everything this disease puts us through. And we can't control this. Um, and also having bipolar on top of it, having whatever else you, you deal with. You could have sugar diabetes. All of these things play a massive role on our personalities. Absolutely. So when I was diagnosed, it took me two years to figure out the disease, two years to figure out the warning signs, two years to figure out how to eat, how to live, what to do, changing my entire life and my family along with me on that journey. With that being said, I then started to walk to the mirror in the morning. As you saw me this morning, extremely exhausted, puffy face, hairy, like crazy, wild, whatever. <laughs> um, and look in the mirror and say, I love you, Domri. And today we're going to do this. And if you only get one thing done, then we did a great job. Tap yourself on the back. Absolutely. If you don't get anything done, but you looked yourself in the mirror and you really wholeheartedly said, I love you, the more that you repeat those words visually into your own eyes in a mirror, the more you will start to pull yourself up out of that massive 
what I call the Looney Tune black hole that <laughs> pops up whenever, wherever it feels like, and it call, it's called MS. And you don't get it till you get it. So if you don't have it and you want to know more about it and you're watching my live shows or listening to the podcast, reach out to any of us because we oh, will be sure. more than happy to give you our time and explain to you what multiple sclerosis is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you picked an, inc an incredible job to do. You truly. Me. I love that. Okay. So your job picked you. You're such an inspiration. You're so full of life. And three kids is, a, is in, difficult. I have three. I remember what it was like when they were all running around. Now they're still running around. Now they can just, you know, now sometimes they boss me around. But, you know. Because they think they're, they're bigger than you. They can do that. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, Mom, go take a nap. <laughs> Instead of when I was the, you know, the older. I, well, I still am the elder. Um, go take a nap. It's time for a nap. You're being sassy. Go take a nap. They actually say to me, go take a nap, Mom. So do you suggest to your your clients, your patients, I want you to take a nap every day. I want you to do this every day. And I want you to tell me what your words are going to be to yourself every morning. So when I ask you the next time we speak, did you change your words? Are they still I love you? Are they I'm going to love you more? I'm going to give you more time? on that accountability. So we have two minutes left. What would you like to leave the audience knowing what you would give the accountability of? Absolutely. Now I'm going to try not to cry here because I've been holding it back. <laughs> uh, honestly, this is the one thing I can tell you. Survivor, we were talking about words. Survivor is a big word, but you're so much more than a survivor. You are a warrior and perseverer. You have a disease that, yes, you cannot get rid of. and But you are overcoming all those hurdles. It's throwing at you. And you may not even realize it, but you are a leader. Maybe not yet realizing it, but you will come into your own. There are people watching you. There are people impressed by you day in and day out. You might just be one person, but you are a leader and you're a warrior and you're meant to be that way. If you are chosen to lead others, you are chosen to show up and persevere and overcome. And even on those tough days, guess what? Warriors can have grace. Warriors are allowed to slow down. And if you need a nap, take that damn nap. It's okay. I used to be ashamed of taking naps. Not anymore. Because guess what? We get our recharge batteries and we just continue forward. Exactly. So be the warrior and stop holding yourself back here more than anything i love that thank you that was you a will. perfect ending perfect ending we got 26 minutes left and we are both go ahead i'll let you say it we are wrap me cool ambassadors we are actually both wrap me cool ambassadors Guys, this is like the best gift you can give to anybody. You don't have to have MS, but anyone with an autoimmune or security or confidence or whatever, these are incredible. 